Well, welcome back to another episode in our series on the Sermon on the Mount. We started this last year and we started looking at the Sermon on the Mount from the perspective that the Sermon on the Mount is the keynote address that Jesus gave when he stepped into his earthly ministry here on earth. And his ministry, his life, his ministry, everything that Jesus taught was and remains so countercultural that many in his day were not prepared to receive what Jesus had to say. And in the day that we're living in today, many either are not prepared to receive what Jesus has to say to us about how we are to live, how we are to orient our lives according to the standards of the kingdom of God, or as opposed to not being prepared to receive what he has to say, People make up their minds that they don't want to receive what Jesus has to say because it goes against the grain of what we're enculturated to believe. We're living in some extremely difficult times. No way around it. These are extremely difficult times, they're, they're dangerous times, they're deceptive times. These are also exciting times. We're called to live differently in this world, to live a higher moral standard in this world. We're called to represent Jesus. We're called to be according to him in these verses that we're going to read, we're called to be salt and light in this terribly unsavory time in which we live, in this terribly dark time in which we live. And it's not easy. In a polarized world where we're bombarded with you've got to be on this side or you've got to be on that side or whichever side, we're called to be something different. And that's not to say that there aren't problems but it is to say that Jesus calls us to be different, to live differently. Jesus tells us that we are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is good for nothing anymore but to be cast out and to be trodden on by men. We have to do the hard work that it takes to remain salty. 
our saltiness as the children of God living in the kingdom of God doesn't happen by osmosis, like putting a little bit of salt into a glass of water and then leaving it over time, that little salt just takes over. No, it doesn't work like that. We have to continually be feeding ourselves upon the scriptures. We have to continually be feeding ourselves upon the way of life which Jesus taught us. We must continually be receiving the bread of life in Holy Communion, the body and blood of Jesus. There's things that we have to do in order to maintain our saltiness. And if we don't do those things, we get weaker and weaker and farther away from the truth, more apt, more and more apt to justify our behavior, behaviors which are outside of the scope of behavior that Jesus teaches us that he models in his own life and talks about in the Sermon on the Mount. He goes on to say that you are the light of the world. A city seated on a mountain cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick that it may shine to all that are in the house. So let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. It's really easy to focus on pointing out all the wrong that's going on in the world. Personally, I'm reminded of something that Jesus something else that Jesus talks about, about how easy it is to neglect, to overlook, or to rationalize the beam that's in my eye while I'm constantly trying to pick at or extract the splinter in someone else's eye. That's a lot to think about. I'm reminded of an old pastor who had a tremendous influence on my life. In fact, I, I had a conversion experience, and I'll share some of that at a later, later date about my conversion. And this old pastor, he used to say often, he wasn't the most educated man, but he had a heart for God. And the dear brother, he invested a lot of himself in me. He knew that I, I needed what he could help me with. And he, he so freely so freely invested himself in my life, and I'll ever be grateful for that. But the dear brother, I heard him, heard him say many times, 
It says if you really want to show that a board is warped and bent, the best way to do that is to lay a straight board down beside it. And dear ones, I think in this world that we're living in today, I'm simply trying to more and more be a straight board because as long as I'm focusing on that beam that's in my eye and whittling it down a splinter at a time, a slice at a time, a shaving at a time, oh, and by the way, if any of us ever say, oh, the, that beam in my eye is not nearly as big as that what I see in other people's eye, the devil already has us. He has us deceived. He has us duped. But that's my, that's my goal. That's my ambition. It has been for a long time. And I'm only now beginning to really dig in. And I think that's been one of the great gifts, one of the great blessings of being retired is to finally, after all of these years, have the time to truly invest in whittling away at that beam that's in my own eye. Because I do. I want to be salt. I want to be light. That's what Jesus has called us to be. That's what he makes us to be. And when we hear him, when we hear his voice pleading with us, when we realize that in reading those Beatitudes, he's saying, this is how I want you to represent me in the world. These are the character traits that I most desire in you. And we can't pick and choose. Those character traits represented in the Beatitudes, each one of them are part of the whole. Just like the gifts of the Holy Spirit are all, you know, those are separate entities. The gifts of the Spirit, we all operate in different administrations of the Holy Spirit, but the fruit of the Holy Spirit that we read about, faith, love, joy, long-suffering, etc. These are not separate fruits. These are all one fruit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit that He wishes to grow in us. That one singular fruit that has these many facets and that's what Jesus is saying to us in the Beatitudes. And when we see that, and we begin to, when we begin to realize how large the beam is in our own eye, life takes on a different meaning. It's not that we don't see what's going on in the world around us. But our goal, our ambition, becomes and remains living 
as representatives of the light, representatives of the Lamb. And the only way to do that is to model the life that He lived. God help us do that.